Beautiful baby. We're back again. You? Fucking with things in your pocket? Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. All right. I'm kind of been feeling the whole work thing too, dude. I just, I'm, I'm kind of there with you. Why is it always is that um, you kind of hit like a lull in your work at about like a year? That's kind of what I've noticed. Me or just everyone? Just, I mean, just uh, me too. A year and I'm like, I'm looking for something else. Year and a half. Yeah, I just think, uh, let's, uh, hang on, we'll, uh, we'll chat about this. You All want right. to? Yeah. I mean, we don't have to. No, let's not do it. I mean, it's still um, it's still out and in, in the air, you know. Uh, I just think that there's not like anything happening. Yeah. Talk to me as well, right? Just like let them let me know I'm here, right? Like that, just like I don't know. I need to ch- I need to check things. I, you know, it's like um, initiative to want to be on a team. There's none of that anymore. There's no like Christmas bonuses. There's no like extra holidays. There's no. You know, half day at the office today. We'll just gather a little early. There's like no like sort of. We just we we do some happy hours. Those are fun. Yeah, but like, that's dope. But like, work from home setup's nice. Like, I shouldn't be complaining this much. I guess it's just more of like a. I haven't talked to any of the partners. I've only talked to them like once. I mean, I've talked my interest to a lot more, but it's about work, which is fine. I just don't really, I mean, it's just, it feels like I've done everything that I was supposed to in the world. Right. Because you like an office that people like. I just want to tell, I just want like a check-in. Like, hey, what you're doing is great. Like, hey, I like what you're doing here. Hey, like in this situation, like if I feel if I feel like I messed up, like I need to know why or like what like it just feels like I'm just in this weird like mystery you had phase. Like six months. I had a one year review. That was back in March. With Jordan, right? Yeah. And and Tommy. But I mean I told him what I wanted to do in this next year and nothing happened. And nothing no one stepped in. No one showed us anything. Yeah. Finally, he's like, I don't even want to. There you go. Because if you really wanted it, you would have reached out. Right. I've also mentioned it multiple times now. I'm afraid of being a account manager, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fuck that up anyway, so I might as well just not do it. Right. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. There's just no sort of, corporations don't. I hope one day we have a big thing for corporations. I want people who I'm willing to take hundreds of thousands of dollars less a year for making that type of cash. Mm-hmm. Okay, as if forbearance is such a business or any business, they'll make you millions or you never have to worry about money again. I'm happy making hundreds of thousands of dollars less personally and to the people who possibly don't come to our company keep a crew together that wants to be here. Yeah. Like, creating upward growth that's very clear and obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, when the company does well, we all do well. Mm-hmm. Like, I have never seen in a company that's extremely well that I've profited from it at all. I know that's like all my Past work experience now for companies who want to 
I blame it on sales. Right. But like I've never seen a company kick back anything as far as sales. We'll see what my uh, bonus is this year. Because the company is doing really well. Right. We're crushing it. Hmm. Well, you should see like a really significant bonus. Right. And then it's like, oh, if millennials aren't spending money on millennials can't buy a house. I've never seen such a bonus ever once in my life. Oh, I'm not kidding. We got Oh man, we're always close. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking twenty-two dollars a car, yeah, twenty-five dollars a car, hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, and all we get kicked back is is just like the white boy. How many employees right. are there at First American? Fuck, like, I think it's in the U.S. It's got to be more than that. Five thousand. You give everyone a thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars out of your eight hundred and fifty million. A thousand dollar Christmas bonus. You know how great that would be. Go to your holiday. Here's a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm really hoping that bonus is good. Bonuses last year were twenty thousand bucks. It's great. I'm like, okay, I'm for sure staying with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's stuff that makes you want to stay, but like upward mobility. Multiple, like, you know, like, hey, at the end of the year, like, you're gonna get a raise, like, meaning, like, you're gonna get a raise. Yeah. If you do your job, you will get a raise. That's kind of what, I, I mean, maybe I'm reborn, I guess, or maybe I'm fucking eighty, but I, I'm gonna get a raise. Right. I'm gonna get a, I'm probably gonna get a $5,000 raise next year. Yeah, but that's, in grand, like, in taxes, that's 2500 Right. That's nothing. Reality, it's not like you're jumping up and like fucking. I need to go like, class. right? I need to go like 105, 110. Right, you you're looking for like, a, okay, I'm like middle class, middle class. Right. Which is not even middle class anymore. I think you got me like 400,000 for middle class. Mm. Like together, 150, 150. Oh, yeah, something like that. In, in this area, probably for sure. Crazy. Crazy. All right, seven minutes. That's how long we got to go over. Yeah. All right. We'll let it ride, baby. Let it ride. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hey-o. Welcome back to In the Cabbage. I'm your boy, Tommy Swain. To my right or your left, Andrew Witt. What is up, my peeps? Episode 41. With growth and new things coming your way, hopefully sooner than later. A lot of growing pains along the way. And you know what? You're growing <laughs> with us. And one day you're going to be like, wow, I was one of the 42 listeners who listened to these guys. <laughs> um, and you're going to be thankful. One day it's going to pay off. We'll figure out how or why. But it will. And it will pay off. Um, so we're going to do a little weekend recap here. Some awesome stuff. I went to a SoFi. Andrew went to a concert. had a funny golf round. Obviously, we're going to get into a little sports for you. A little bangles. All that good stuff. So let's just jump right into it. A little weekend update with the boys, buddy. I want to hear a little bit about the concert. Are you kicking it over to me now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sharing the limelight. All right, I like it. I like it. Concert was great. Let me just come out right away and say it. It was was an awesome time. It was right over there at the Long Beach Waterfront, right in front of the the Queen Mary. The haunted one. Yes, the haunted one. Um, The crazy part is, is that once the closer was done with this concert... There was an after party that you can go to on the Queen Mary. More music, more jazz, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we did not partake. Come a bunch on. of water's being passed around. Come on now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's getting passed around. Yeah. Um, it, it goes till 8 a.m., I'm pretty sure. 1 a.m. to 8 a.m. I'm like, who in God's green earth is staying till 8 a.m.? Madison. You cannot. <laughs> Maddie Afters, baby. Maddie Afters would. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my worst nightmare she's like after party on the queen mary i'm like oh you know what she'd be too scared she'd be like no Maybe no too haunted too haunted <laughs> so i would have gotten you also had to pay one. it was like another 70 bucks to go to that yeah i'm wiped after that i'm there for like you know five hours i'm good dang I'm would done. you uh five hours you know food selection there okay food selection was great yeah. Okay. So let me let me paint you the picture here. So Long Beach Waterfront, right in front of the Queen Mary. Yep. Um, the only complaint I will have is how secluded the event space is. 
because it's located on a peninsula, it's very difficult to get to. Which, for us, wasn't that big of a deal because we saw how long the um, shuttle line was. Right. They had a great system. We just showed up at the wrong time. Or, and everyone decided. Everyone in the God's mother decided to show up at 7 o'clock. You know, and get on the shuttle because they probably wanted to see eight. You know, eight to one is like a good. That's a good time to stay at a festival. Those are when all the, you know, all the main people are kind of going on. Right. All the warm up people. It's just like you know, if you can, if you want to, great. You can go check out some new people. But like, the guys that you want to see are from like eight and nine o'clock, like onwards. So, um, we showed up at like seven. 645 something like that shuttle line was just ridiculous like two blocks around it was going to take like an hour there's so nothing more demoralizing and wanting you to get out of an event than a long line right if I see a long line somewhere i'm ready just to clock out jump ship right literally you yeah you jump off you don't want any part you no. don't want any part of that and um dude it's just crazy because we we just showed up and it was just an obscenely long line i did not expect it and i should have that was on me, my bad. I, I wouldn't expect a crazy long line. Uh, not like that. So we opted to walk it. Right. And it wasn't that bad of a walk. It was 1.7 miles. You have a new back, so you're good. Back is feeling refreshed. Right. I have not picked up a golf club in a while, and that's tough to stomach. But I digress. Right. Um, it was really nice out, and you're walking over the water. And so it was just beautiful seeing all, like, you could see the festival. You could see the grounds over there. You're walking right towards the Queen Mary. You're basically walking towards with the Long Beach shipyard on your right. Yeah. And then that peninsula and all the lights and all the cool hotels. And like, you're basically walking on like sand once you get over the bridge. And it was great. So instead of just standing in a line for an hour, we just chose to walk 35 minutes, which is really not that big of a deal because it was like 65 degrees out and it was nice. Yeah. You're just hanging so out. So we're just kind of vibing, you know? Um, so get in there. And the place is awesome. So the setup is very much like a kind of like a circular track but it's very very narrow think of more of like a like a rectangle and there's just like a stage in one corner two stages kind of in the middle one stage all the way on the other corner gotcha and so you're not really going wide where like coachella is just massive right like on a huge stretch of land right and so the way that they set it up it was really cool because there it was a very narrow um venue place they were able to string lights across the entire way and able to like, and all the vendors were running on both sides of the venue the whole way. Food trucks, vendors, drinks, every like 200 feet probably. Nice. You know, free water. Um, you know, the bathrooms are always a little rough because it's just a porter potty system. But, it, you know, they break it out. There's like 70 porter potties in one section and there's like four of those. I mean, it was pretty decked out. Everything with like blue lights. The stages were awesome. Great mm-hmm. sound system. I would 100% go back to one of those. And I thought I was kind of done with those concerts and festivals. It's a bit's kind of a big deal, you know. It's just, it's a big event. You got to like you're standing, you're going, right. you got to deal with crowds and the blah blah blah. And I'm like the crowds that it attract, they were super super mellow. You know, everyone was really nice. No one's like being very aggro and like no one's hammered. Right. And it's just like, wow, this is really enjoyable. And then you get to the music itself and that was awesome. It's just a really fun type of music to listen to. It's side trance. If anyone knows about it, great. If you haven't, go check it out. You might think it's crazy, but you might like it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so Katie now coming like into why it was so special was because Katie like when you took Madison to go to that Jonas Brothers concert. Yeah. It was the same, same thing. She was just like glowing, you know, grinning ear to ear and uh, was just really in her element. And it was really cool. And I like, obviously was having a good time. I like that music too, but she was so jazzed because she's never seen any of that stuff live. And so she was lighting up like a Christmas tree. That's cool. And so, you know, that was, like, really fun and, and cool to experience that because, like you said, you know, it's something that we did for her birthday. She's been wanting to do it for, like, three or four years now. I don't know why it took us this long to pull trigger. I think sometimes it had something to do with birthdays and 
you know, right. some events that were going on or I don't know, wedding or what I'm sure there's a million things, but I just pulled trigger on it this year. I'm like, we're fucking doing it. We're, we're going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, I'm glad I did cause it was awesome. And, uh, what a really cool experience it was. And then, you know, getting out of there too, we left like, uh, like 30 minutes before like the closer was like done, done. So we made sure to like get out of there at a good time. Um, and then we hopped on the shuttle. So we beat everyone out. Shuttle took like three minutes in the line, hopped on the bus, took us like to downtown Long Beach area. And then we called an Uber and left in 10 minutes. There you go. So like, you know, getting out and like downtown Long Beach. So there's some night walkers over there. You got to watch out for every once in a while. Yeah. Thank God we didn't see any of those. That would have been a little creepy around 1 a.m. Yeah, those, those night walkers out there in downtown Long Beach can get scary. Yeah. yeah no, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it's not something it's not something you want to encounter. There's nothing worse than you like being drunk or hammered in L.A. And then you turn the corner and there's just like. Just a night walker <laughs> talking to himself. I love the term night walker. Uh, just talking to himself and just in another planet. And it's just you and your wife. You're like, okay, I'm going to have to fight a crazy person if this comes down to it. Right. You push him on the whole other side of you. And you're catching the L because that man's on meth. Yeah, the man doesn't. The do man's anything. got superhuman strength. <laughs> He's got nothing to lose. And you know your your back's gonna flare up if you punch too hard. I uh, do you ever remember when they taught health back in like elementary school? Mm, probably not. And uh, okay, well there was a couple times where it really made me laugh because they were talking about drugs and the effects on like uh, people's bodies, yes, and like I do they remember, remember that. like people like picking literally picking up like cars because they were on meth or like getting hit by like a thirty forty mile an hour car. And then like right. walking like like it's no big deal like you I'm like oh this guy's got fucking superhuman strength yeah. he smokes some meth this guy's fucking <laughs> Iron Man right now the crazy stories they would tell you you know just I don't know if it's scary, scary me or I don't know if it's like heroic like that shit's kind of crazy yeah you getting hit by a car and bouncing back it, when you're a kid you're like that's superhuman strength right. the it's ones I didn't enjoy was like if you take mushrooms you're gonna like cut your arm off <laughs> yeah those you're gonna, ones you're gonna like go and jump off a cliff. Right. You're going to think you're like jumping in a body of water. Smoke weed and you might as well just shoot your mother in the (laughs) face was the vibe you were getting. (laughs) Right. Um, Well, now it's legal. Yeah. So so. I am one of those things. Actually, um, a cop came to our school and was showing like gruesome like videos and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, I see kids your age smoking and doing drugs. And it's like, damn, really? And then they're like, how how old were you at the time? Sixth grade, yeah, twelve. No, like yeah, like eleven, eleven or eleven, twelve. Yeah, dude. And you're just like, huh? That's crazy. You know, <laughs> never like, heard about it until you guys talked to me about it. Right, never seen it, none of that. And um, he was like, I want the biggest kid to come up here, blah blah blah. And everyone's like, it's Tommy, it's Tommy, it's Tommy. So <laughs> I got shoved in front of this cop, and he's like asking me to like resist arresting. Okay. And like throws me in like a arm lock and shows like people how it, what it looks like to. You didn't sign a waiver. Nothing. You should go back and press charges on that man. Nothing. He just I, assaulted I was a child. Just like what is <laughs> happening? And it was just uh, so funny that you kind of just run into those things. I love um, that you guys did that. It's awesome. Um, I could see myself going back to a festival if it was very mellow, um. And local and easy in and easy out type of vibe, but mm-hmm. I can never do Coachella Mm-mm. unless I'm like guest VIP spot Airbnb guaranteed in and out. Here's the problem with Coachella: it's hot as fuck. Yeah, it's hot out there. It's like 102. The worst one was the Nas event. Nas event was that, just at hard stupid. summer. Yeah, hard summer. Oh my god! It's like it's dude. There was um, a DJ that literally had to stop. Their music, every all the electricals cut off because they they were just frying, fried, in the heat. And we're just like, let's put them in the middle of a racetrack, on asphalt, and there's a bunch of people on drugs, and you're just gonna overheat and die. People were just like, dude, there was a helicopter. Remember that helicopter that came in? Right. Multiple yeah. times, kids got like, I would people were from an ambulance getting like wheeled out. But I think that was my one of my last festivals I really went to. I went to a couple more after that, and that was about it for me. I'm trying to think, because I thought you also did, um, did you do Bass Rest Massive? 
Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think he did. Beyond? No. He did Beyond Wonderland. Oh yeah, we did. That was one of the. That was the first ones that we did. That was that was towards the second. Oh, and then we did Nocturnal. Yeah. I gotta go through the album on That's this. That's crazy. The a long time ago. They were fun while they lasted. Um, I just, you know. I think you can probably get into it. I, I think you would just have to go to one of these that we just went to. A little bit more mellow. You it's, just don't. You just don't love the music though no, either. I don't. You know, and, and like it's not my favorite. So it'd have to be like a rap. Yeah. It was also nice too because of the weather that we had. Weather was great. It was like sixty-five and like five mile an hour winds, and so I had a sweatshirt on and like pants, and I was super comfortable the whole time. Yeah, you're just, just vibing. Yeah, I'm really comfy. There's nothing better than just getting home after that Uber, and you just get in your bed finally. You're like, oh my yeah, god, I earned this shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was. You yeah, know, you look at the step count, and you're like, whoa, fifteen thou. <laughs> Holy moly! No wonder why I'm beat. Yeah, you're just wiped. I don't know if I ever would have really gotten into raving if it wasn't for you guys at that point yeah. in my life. Because like now I don't really like the music. I like you know, melodic, um, stuff like that. Pop. Yeah pop electric and all the mainstream stuff really mm-hmm. um but yeah like so that type of music doesn't really interest me as much anymore there's totally. definitely still names i would want to go see because i know they're great djs and all that stuff but that like i don't voluntarily listen to it anymore. totally totally you know? so like a rap concert thing would be dope that'd be hype you know what festivals interest me at the age of 31 the food and wine festival in new york <laughs> yeah I was going to say any kind of food, drink. Food, wine, drink, live band, open bar, festival. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. We should just, let's go hit up one of those, dude. Yeah, just something. That's my know, speed, too. That's just where Papa lives now. You know, Talking my language, I can do snack a little bit here. I can do something there. Right. Something else that's kind of funny when you turn 31 is even uh, turning 30 and 31. Um, yeah, your boy's on the doorstep over yeah, here. Yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Christmas spirit is strong. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> I turned to you because uh, we were watching the Monday night Monday night game yesterday. Yeah, and uh, I was like, you know what, dude, it's kind of funny. And I was like, I, I'm kind of like feeling a little bit more on the Christmas spirit this year. And you're like, no way. I said the same shit to Madison like yesterday too. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I I don't know what it is. I just woke up and I'm like, I saw some Christmas commercials, heard some music, and I'm like, you know what, I'm looking forward to Christmas. Obviously, it's not about the presents as much anymore, even though those are great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I don't know. Mass is like, why? Well, I'm like, I guess spending time with loved ones. Yeah, which just sounds so corny, but true. I think really, it's like you get older, you kind of like can hit a reset. Like you know, what? I'm gonna let myself be a little bit more childish, like um, maybe take care of yourself a bit more because it's the holiday season. Totally. Um, just seems a little bit more simplistic. There you go. Simplistic life. Oh, I saw an Instagram video that hit. You know when you're scrolling on Instagram, you hit one of those videos that hits you at the wrong time? Bro, I've like teared up on like watching a reel one time. I'm like, oh my lord. Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> I don't know what my reels do. They start off fine, and then about two scrolls in, it becomes like, you're not taking care of yourself well enough. You're not taking care of yourself well yeah. enough. The whole time. And um, one of the reels I caught was... Um, Going back into your 90s, early 2000s, like elementary school Christmas. Dude, yeah. I follow a 90s page now on Instagram. It's great. (laughs) That's how you know you're getting old, man. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw like, like, oh my God, I saw pictures of exactly things we did and crafts we had and like the bus and the music. And it's like, imagine your mom making the, doing the tree. And it's like, right, dude, I want that. Again. Yeah. Like and I it's something we almost can never, ever have again. Until you have kids. Until you have kids. And you get to relive it the exact way you would want to do it. Mm. That's I really that's cool. The, I think that's the whole... It's the whole premise of the, the family thing. The whole premise of the kids. <laughs> you have kids because like you want, obviously, you know, the purpose of kids, ideally, you know, if you're boiling it down, it's they're going to take care of you when you get older. Sure. Of course. Like, you know, because no one's really going to take care of you besides, like, your absolute best friend who's basically your family and your your kids. Right. Or, you know, like, my mom's sick, you know, the first person she can call is me. I'd be there. Just because that's how parents should work. Um, 
I just, you know, boiled that down. And then I thought, you know, what would be the enjoyment part of it? It's like, because you get to do, like, everything you did for your kids and you get to see it through their eyes. And they just make things so simple sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know? Very simple. So, I agree with that. You know, just feeling a little nostalgic. I kind of want some sugar cookies. Yeah, the ones that you can, like, have, like, the snowman on it. Yeah. And then, like, Christmas tree. Yeah, like, homemade sugar cookies or something. Yeah, those are those are cracked out, bro. I don't even love sweets. I can throw down a quick dozen of those. I just want to do, like, a bunch of really homey dinners. I want it to get cold. I want to start, like, making beef, pork, and young again. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, Stuff that you can, like, um, when you're cooking for a while in the kitchen on a weekend. And I'm even fucking down for the Yule Log. You ever throw that on? on Every you, once on, in a while. I'll throw the, the, and then on I'll, the good old Netflix. Sometimes it really grinds my gears, but sometimes there's a little soft spot <laughs> for it in my heart. It just depends where the vibe is, you know. If I'm just sitting on Instagram, I'll throw it on. But I have a real fireplace over there. So I mm. usually just throw that on and I stare Still at living in the good old enclave apartment life over here. <laughs> Your boy is seeking and seeking hard and not finding very much these days. Anything, like, have you guys even toured a home? Nope. You should just go and tour a home. Yeah, we should. We need we need some light at the end of the tunnel just right now. Just go out, but you, it's fun just to go and do, go, maybe not the home you're wanting, but it's an area you like, and you can get the vibes of the home. Okay, that's a good call. So we you got, we like, got okay, like, I like this area. You're driving, you know, do a, two or three of them, drive the areas, and go, oh, like, I can't see myself living here. Unless this house was X, Y, and Z. Right. No, I like that. Because then you don't have to go back. Because then an open house opens up, you're like, we hate that area. Like, Matt and I did that all the time. Because you're looking for such a tight window of things you want. Mm-hmm. You want to be, like, sure when the, the time p- comes. The that time so- comes. You can. We didn't even, when we bought this place, we didn't really even see it. Because it was just in the area that you really loved. In, we knew it was the area we liked. And you got a great deal at the time. Right. Size. All that kind Everything of stuff. Everything made sense. Um, but if you don't tour or see the area, you won't really know. Mm. That's a good way of thinking about it. So then you could kind of walk in. You can be a little snooty, too. And you can be like, oh, I don't really like Yeah, because you're not really interested in it. Right. Oh. You're like, I'm not really liking the uh, kitchen. I, w- I wouldn't want to do this. Oh, remodel wouldn't be too bad. I could see ourselves painting or doing sure. this, you know. And you kind of, you know, it's good for the, the ladies as well. When they go in, they have such, you know, ordinary dudes, you know, they have such a grand idea of what you really want. And you walk sure. in, you kind of knock them down a peg. Hey, that's going to be my job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Papa's coming in and knocking down some doors. Right. Like, oh, we want it fully remodeled. Okay. That's going to be 20,000 more. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. not going to be. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Katie right now to look at something that is not perfect. And she wants something that's already remodeled, already done, so we can just move in and just like call it. Call it. And I'm like, Yeah, but like now's the time. We don't have kids. We don't have a pet. We will have a pet pretty mm-hmm. soon. Once we get a house, we're probably gonna get a pet. Um but like now is the time to like do all that remodeling. Like, who cares if someone's here? Like, we're not dealing with something else. We're just dealing with ourselves. We just, like, this shit just needs to be out of this room or this bathroom for the next three weeks. No problem. We'll use that bathroom. Right. You know? Like, hopefully it's a too bad, too bad situation. You add more value to your home by doing that. Right. Yeah, you just cost a little less. You can do it how you want to. Yeah, it's an inconvenience, but, like, it really ain't. How long is a month? Right. I it's mean, really reality, not, it's really not that long. You just, uh, you know, if you buy something cheaper, you say, okay, we set aside X amount of dollars off that. Let's just say grand scheme of thing. You set off 40K on the side. You save mm-hmm. the money. And what you're going to do is reinvest that extra cash into upgrading the house. Right. And you go around, you'd be like, what do you need in this house to be upgraded for you to feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't love the paint. Well, that's easy. That's paying somebody to like you know five thousand dollars or we do it for whatever which sure. is going to take weeks to do a really good paint job it takes a week it takes a long time it takes like taping off you painting it drying painting it it takes forever unless yeah. you got a group of people coming in and yeah, helping gotta, yeah and you got to put down a bunch of like tarp it's just such papers. a pain in the ass yeah that just would be move the big in, thing. pay for painters right off the rip 
get the sure. get the house cleaned, pay for painters, then pay for professional house cleaning. Mm-hmm. That just makes the home instantly feel different. Right, like you're moving into something a little fresher here. Right, and you don't have to move all your shit in because you'll have the house. It'll be empty. It's the easiest part of doing it um, if you can afford that, you know. And then be like, okay, well, we c- the bathrooms are awful. I need at least one bathroom done. Okay, right. cool, 15 to like 20K. Mm-hmm. Probably, hopefully, left 15 to 10. Yeah. And then, you know, she's like, and the gas range is awful. Like, I can't, we can't cook with that. That's, yeah. you know, an easier fix. Or then you got the inspections and, you know, how stuff is always so crazy. Yeah, I was going to say it's super thorough. You got to really know mm-hmm. all your stuff. And it's, yeah, if you're going to go and buy it in the market, yeah, it, take, I mean? it takes a little bit more. But I like your initial idea about checking out the ideas, checking out the places, the looks, the community. Yeah, it's driving good, it and be like, oh, I can see this community like popping off. Like, there's like, yeah, coffee shop over here. There's something going on over here. Why is it so cheap? Maybe it's something to look into. You know, mm-hmm. things things like that can really help you out. No, totally. Um, little weekend update for me here. It was a very be- busy weekend. We can actually get into this right now. Do a little hot topic. Little watch, watch the F1 race. Oh, nice, Vegas. buddy. Nice. Um, what do you think? Cause great I, race. Because I thought. Um, you you never really watch that. No, much. I don't really watch. I watch um I watch a TV show. Top top not Top Gear. Drive drive, drive to survive. Drive to survive. That even took me a hot minute there too. Yeah, I was like, oh no. The Drive um, to Survive series is by far the best. It's it's up for there. um I'm like in comparison to like watching the actual for event. Sure. I think the TV show does such a better job because then there's a lot more drama. There's a lot more I insight. Watched, love, what's the going t- on. love the TV show. Um, so, what do you think about the race? Though? I mean, it's cool to know where they're driving. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, "Oh, that's the strip. That's Polo Towers in the corner. I know where the straight is. I know where they're turning left." Yeah, I've walked it so many times. So that's the cool part. The track itself seemed tough uh, at the beginning, and yeah. then people picked it up pretty fast. Um, race was interesting enough. I saw a stat. You know, that was like, oh, this isn't going to be successful financially, blah, 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 blah. And then someone posted saying, uh, win, um, like, pit bosses and dealers all made, like, from extra cash, like, $5,000 in bonuses on Whoa. tips. Like, Jesus. take home. Jesus. So, like, if you're talking, like, if it wasn't successful, there's a lot of dealers out there who walked away with a really nice payday. Yeah, and they're loving that. Right. I could never be a dealer. You kidding me? You know your ones and twos real well. I know. I know <laughs> ones and twos, and that's about it. <laughs> I hate when the dealer stares at you at the simple math and just stares right in your eyes like you lost. And like, I don't know. I'm still counting. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on 15. And you threw a six down, and I think you won there. But yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> and you're taking my money. It's whenever the ace gets thrown in as the third card. Yeah, you're like, you're jacked like, up. You're like eight. Nine, fuck, four, <laughs> two. You're like, oh no. Um, and they're quick too. They're quick. Do you ever remember this when we walked into one of our vendors in Vegas? We wanted to, before we were like, oh, we like to blow the full day gambling or doing something on the strip and leaving at like six or seven o'clock at night mm-hmm. um, to get that extra time out. We walked into the Stratosphere Hotel and Casino to okay. gamble. Okay. And we walked up to the dealer, and we we were just hammering drinks. I think this is the whiskey weekend. I think I was blocked out. Yeah, I mean, we were probably... I think I know where this is going. And we walked in, and the dealer's like, wow, man, I need to see some IDs. He asked for your ID. And he's like, oh, I don't need to see your ID. I'm like, oh, okay, I think I'm like 23? Yeah, that sounds about right, 22 at the time. 22, 23. 23. Yeah. He's like, I don't need to see your ID. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, how young are you? I'm like, I'm 23. He's like... Man, you're the worst looking twenty three year old. I, oh, like, I don't you, remember that. You're at like, he's all. like, you look worse for wear, dude. You need to like go home and get some rest. You look awful. Well, yeah, we have we've had eighteen drinks by then. I'm like, man, all I've been eating so far is Denny's, and I've been drinking out of like plastic <laughs> rum. And I'm like, and I think I said like, I'm oh, coming from you. How old are you? Did you really? I think so. And he was like balding and stuff like that, and he started to laugh. That's pretty funny. We lost, you know, twenty dollars. Ran out of there, scared. 
That's just the classic good old Vegas trip. I thought uh, you were going to tell the story where I put my sh- put all my things on the table. Oh, that one was tough. Where we <laughs> would go, so we'd always that get was to pro- that was probably one of my my drunker moments. Me and you, yeah, we almost got kicked out of a casino. Yeah, just drunker moments where, like, normally when I'm that drunk, I I'm still able to keep it together a little bit. I'm so far gone at this point. We are both just beyond. I threw my stuff on the table. You can't have any of your stuff on the table for those that don't gamble. You can't put any of your cell phones, your key. I threw everything let's on there. Let's just put before that we get to this part of it. Let's just tell you how much we drank. Yes, so we would get yeah. in like Friday night after a volley game. Yeah, we, always. We, we pray to God you wouldn't have Saturday practice. Yeah, that's true. We would pray to God. Be like, you shouldn't have Saturday practice because we have a game, whatever, Monday. Mm-hmm. Or something, you'd be like, it would be a quick turnaround. You'd figure, you kind of know the science behind it. Yeah, a bit. the schedule. And uh, we would rage Friday night. Yeah, always. And we'd get in, like, we'd haul ass, get there at like 11.30. And I think that was the time where we pounded like a 46% rum or something like that. We and just did down the whole three, thing. Three, four shots each. No, no, we downed the whole thing, dude. And we went and got. And then we got Fat Tuesdays. After. Fat Tuesdays and like a triple shot of Everclear. Yeah, and we're like, this is our cocktail for the night. Yep. Because <laughs> I mean, we're broke at that time. We're in college, right? So it was like no a, money to our. It was name. like a fifteen dollar cocktail. Right, and it would last you all night because it was like a forty six ounce, you know, triple liquid, s- <laughs> liquid bomb full of alcohol. So anyways, <laughs> we're stumbling through. And we were like, okay, if it's time to play some blackjack or something. Great idea at, at the, like at the 2 time. Two a.m. And empty table. The tables were cheap. We're at um, Excalibur. Of course we are. And we sit down, and we both at the same like both of us throw all of our shit down on this table, empty pockets. Like you said, you can't do it. Right. You can't have your phone. They can't have a wallet. Nothing. Just you, the cards, and the chips. So we both do that. This isn't our first rodeo. So immediately when we did it, we're like, "Oh fuck, what are we doing?" So scrambling after that, we sit down. We do it. We we both go to stand up. We put all of our weight on the table, and the table almost tips over completely. <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought I thought we actually flipped over the whole table. And the girl looked at us. She's like, "You guys just gotta get out of here." Yeah, like, yep. we're like, "You know what? You're right. Great point." <laughs> we just got up and left. Dude, um, that was so bad. It's so Vegas. I think we I think we played one hand. Maybe. I think we played one hand and we lost and we're like Yeah, we're getting out of here. And then we just, you know, fell asleep in my favorite place to fall asleep when I'm drunk is a bathroom. Mm -hmm. You love it there. Lay on. Just give me a towel and a pillow and I'm It's the whole cold surface for you. You're a big cold surface guy. Cold surface and I know I'm right next to the toilet. (laughs) The safety. It's just like, you know what? This is great. Um we need to do like one of those Vegas trips. Are you kidding me? You, you want me, me to again? die? <laughs> Not like drinking wine. <laughs> going back, man. We'll do it wine tasting and, and cigars. Ooh, I like that. Napa? Yeah, I could do that too. Yeah. I don't even need the Vegas situation anymore. I'm good. Yeah, I've done it enough. I'm good. But it but sounds yeah. fun. The F1 thing was dope. So we watched that at my mom's house. Got a little toasty and then uh, had a golf round. That was extremely interesting. I'm not going to go into the details of shots and all that stuff, but played pretty well, 82. Yeah, that's solid, dude. Wasn't really looking forward to because my partner is Al Kamish, my riding guy, and you really hyped me up for tourneys. Um, you bring the energy for me. You're mm. always really excited. Um, it's a chance to compete, you know? Yeah. And we're also playing together. Yeah, so it's it's chance fun. to hang out. So I knew I was going to be with some person I didn't know from my men's club, which is... Okay, but you know, at the same time, you have no clue who this person is. Are they going to be like fun to play with? Are they good? You know, are they dicks? You can tell by their handicap, he was not good. I think he was like a twenty-three from the whites. Yeesh. Um, you know, that's tough. Yeah, that's you know, you're not shooting very well. That's like you're shooting normally on like a good day. You're shooting. You're keeping it around a hundred. Hundred. Yeah. So we pull up to the first tee. Chris and Cam are in their cart. They're talking. We're waiting for my guy. And this man turns the corner, and he is old as fuck. I mean, I, I'm being nice. The guy is a great guy. He was super nice. Couldn't have been more friendly. 
more team guy, more rah-rah. Okay, that's awesome. Easy to go with. Okay, great. So that was awesome. If you could put a number on it. What does that mean? How on, old? On, yeah, on, on his age. Uh, Late 70s, early 80s. Okay. But he was worse for wear. Got it. He was not like a healthy late 70s guy, early I got 80s it. guy. I got it. He was like knocking on death's door. Hey, 23 handicap? If I'm swinging it that well at 80? He hit it down the middle every time. Okay, great. Down the middle, three hybrid. He just, he blow one shot and didn't have any sort of, couldn't chip and not like a stellar putter. So right. those are the two things you have to have at that age. Right. Because your driving game is going to be like, you know, he hits it like 160. Yeah. I mean. Maybe. 200. So. I mean, I'll duff one off the tee, so he's got me there. Right. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did as well. <laughs> like totally from everybody just duffed one over the, over the creek. <laughs> And had yeah. a couple pops, so, you know, your boy was feeling it a bit when I stood over there. But um, he was slow. Slow, slow, slow. Like, couldn't hardly walk. We have a handicap thing on our cart. So he, you know, can we could basically park next to the green. Wait, what do you mean a handicap thing? He bought, like, a handicap flag for the cart. Really? Yeah, so we can kind of, like, pull up. I could pull up right next to the green. That's a thing? Is that, like, from the course? I don't know. I just assumed. He just, he just threw that bitch up there like a little, uh, like a police thing. Yeah, and we're just doing it. Just a little and flag and that's flipping through know, the wind. First hole, he's like, you know, or he hit me with the apologies. I'm really slow. You know, I'm sorry. And, you, you know, in that moment, when you, things like that kind of happen, you can go two ways about it. I was going to say, can you really be mad at it, though? No, I couldn't. I, I wasn't mad at him ever once. I was like, you know, annoyed at times when I'm like trying to play decently and we're waiting, you know, his shot. He duffs one. We got to go find, you know, it's another 20 yards. Yeah. It's an okay one and we're still waiting on my shot. Mm -hmm. That's when it's like. Right. Okay. We're like three or four shots in now. Yeah. The ca the cadence of everything and the, ri just, the rhythm is tough. It's just hard to. F and then, he, you know, he's starting to complain about his leg to me. But anyways, we're on the first hole. He hits a drive down the middle, and he hits his next hybrid down the middle. And after his hybrid, he looks at me and lets off a huge fart. Oh, dead, God. Dead in my eye. Dead in your eye? Dead in my eye. L rips two huge farts and immediately goes, I'm sorry. I'm on medication. And I can't help but I, I can't control my farting. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the round, this man is just ripping ass with me <laughs> in the carts <laughs> next to me. <laughs> and they don't smell, thank God, you know. Um, <laughs> You're riding in the cart next to him. I'm in here. I, I am driving the cart and he is just ripping ass. He's like, dude, I'm on medication. I want so many different medications. He gets dizzy out of nowhere. He'll hit a ball and he'll like stop and he'll just like get dizzy and you have to like you good? He's like, oh yeah. One time Chris is trying to line up a putt. We go, oh nice putt, nice putt, and he goes and tries to grab the putt and he like he like tells everyone to stop and we just sit there and stare at him for like ten seconds. Oh, because like, he's like dizzy. dizzy. He's like he's like no one move. Right. And then he, you know, bends up. like Chris is helping him get the balls out of the holes. Wow. So you know, you know, I don't want to be that guy. But, you know, thank God he's got a good attitude. Right, bad attitude. You know, and, and at that point, you know, I'm going to be one of those guys one day. Uh, you know, hopefully playing golf with my friends. Sure. Or you know, maybe I'm in a men's senior club and I decide to do an event because I'm free. And I hope there's younger guys who don't care about me playing with them either. And I feel like those are the guys that really um, can can interest me, though. Yeah, you know, I learned a little bit about them. We were talking, and because um, like, why, why, why is like why to me? You know, yeah, that would be like my first question. To, you just have to do something. Yeah, you know, like I think his wife died. Um, yeah, kids, fifty years old. So this guy's got to be like early late eighties, right? Or sorry, mid to late eighties. He's kids fifty. Yeah, so or like 80, he could be eighty. Yeah. He could be um, 85. You know, just talking to him was cool. Uh, at some point, your boy got a little like, okay, I'm hungover. <laughs> Don't really want to be here. 
Like I'm, you know, why I'm playing decently. Let's try keep me in the rhythm. Sure. You know, Chris and Cam were finishing out holes essentially before I even like get the putt. Yeah, that's so slow, dude. But we're keeping up with uh, the group ahead of us. You okay. know, he does a good job of when he was feeling good, he would get up there and just whack it, whack it. No like Great. thought about it. No, like, uh, lining it up or really just get up there, stand over it, hit it straight. Right. And um, there was was one putt he lined up, and I had to tell him he wasn't aimed near the hole. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he was aimed like, I thought he didn't see the hole. And like, whoa, whoa, you know, do you see the hole? And he's like, yo, yeah, I got it. Putting, like, to Narnia. (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere in the, nowhere in the facility of where he's aiming. And, uh. You know, wax it, you know, so bad. And I look at Chris. And I'm like, dude. He's like, I know, just a couple more holes. Because you, when you're doing that, you lose your rhythm. But overall, just the farting was just so far. That is, that's an experience, buddy. It's, you, when I leave you, you notoriously have the worst playing partners. Yeah, I get playing partners who just aren't um, normal, aware with yeah. what's going on. I feel like their club just does that to us, though. I feel like I'm getting a lot of bias from older people. I get my HOA up my ass. And we got our club. You know, I think our club is, I think we have like multiple money winners within our group. Yeah. I mean, I think I just cleaned up $215 on that last tournament. I think uh, collectively you've won like a grand over the last four tournaments, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure you have. I mean, we can go back and look at the earnings, but like. Papa's playing when money is on the line. You're also just playing way, way, way better. And we were playing in a lot of team events and a lot of scrambles and a lot of, like, so your handicap just doesn't go up. Or, sorry, it doesn't go down. Right, but I'm still playing a lot of golf. You, you are still playing a lot of golf. Right, like like I'm playing those scrambles. My handicap's not going anywhere, but I'm doing that twice a month. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'm in two leagues. So my handicap is my handicap. I shoot it's, it. It's coming down now. It is. It's starting to move. It's starting to waver here. Um, and then my last little thing I did here was I went to the uh, Rams-Broncos game. No. Rams-Seahawks game. There you go. Um, at SoFi, which was my first SoFi experience. Um, the best, stadium looks incredible. Best stadium I've ever been in. Yeah. Hands down. Not even close. No questions asked. Um the setup we got was awesome. The tickets are um, really close to the field, but since it's like off on the corner, it's considered an obstructed view, so you get a little discount. But when they come near you and you're like, you know, the ball's coming near you, there's not better seats in the house. You had our, We had our own little section for a bar, two bars, two food items, and it's all you needed. You know, you don't need to, like, go up to the main level at all. Bathrooms, empty, super clean. Um, yeah, that's nice. And forever who don't know, SoFi is like an indoor-outdoor stadium. It's, like, the roof is translucent, so you can see out of it, but it doesn't really let sun in it. So it's like you don't really get sunburnt. You're not in the sun. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. So it's not like it's like a solid cover and it's also open really open like and there's gaps in between it and there's it's opening on both ends okay so it's like almost causes like a wind tunnel effect right so there's not really ac but i mean the weather was perfect so you're not cold i'm sure they can also close it up and make it ac though right i don't think the no i think the roof the roof really yeah i don't think it's uh, retracting at all so I don't think rain can get in but I'm not sure I don't remember um, but the, I mean the temperature was great it was breezy um, food food was right down the middle it's exactly what you would think it would be right you got your classic like you know um, peanuts you know you got maybe your pretzel yeah they had like mozzarella sticks and pizza and sandwiches oh. and nachos and that's nice they got they got they got some you know variety to it and bar was great um just a super fun experience tailgating awesome for a football game um it's so much easier in the nfl than it is in college because college is like they're not built 
some colleges aren't built that way. Like USC is tough because it's within the campus is the tailgating aspect right. of it. And there's just so many different places to park where SoFi, it's like you park in your section, get there at nine, do a tailgate, buy a pop-up. My brother brought his laptop. We hotspotted Red Zone and he had a portable charger. So oh, that's fire. And we have like a really small TV we can carry with us. So we just did that. That's pretty fire. So that was super easy. It's like a little generator he brought. Um, chairs, food, people like ki- like people are selling food there, not so much like the stadium itself. So if you want food, like there's a guy who makes like homemade Hawaiian food. He did like Mac. Oh wait, out outside of the stadium or in outside of the stadium. Oh, okay, that's really cool. Yeah, like the tailgate like aspect of it. You can go and be like, there's some people who are selling food there who like do the tailgates. They call it Rams Row. Uh huh. I'm sure the Chargers are the same thing. I'm sure you can just flip it. Right. Chargers and Rams, same thing. Yeah. Um, so Rams Row, you can go down there selling Hawaiian food and tacos and whatever else. Jello see, that shots. Sounds, see, that sounds you great. You can buy beers from them. You could buy booze from them. You could buy shots from people walking around. So you really like, if you just wanted to go and make it very minimal and you had some extra cash, you can buy food there and there's plenty of booze you can buy from people. Interesting. That sounds awesome. Like maybe like eight dollars a shot from like a vendor who has like a bottle of vodka right there, or Jello shots, or there's guys passing out drinks. You talk huh. to somebody there, I'm sure they would include you in drinking with them. So That's really cool. Um, just the tailgating party. part sounds super fun, especially if the the weather is pretty nice. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's got to be really dependent on that, but um, the food sounds great. That's what I would be there for. Just gotta get I, out early. Just you have to get out early. It's just you're yeah. gonna be stuck there for two hours if you don't. So you just wherever you park, we parked at the Hollywood Casino. Yeah, you also get preferred parking we when you get when you get there that early too. It was one hundred and twenty five dollars. Right. Normally parking there is just a hundred, so it's only twenty five dollars extra. Unless the game is like, wow, this is a really really good game, and we need to see the ending. It's been awesome the whole game. Then stay, of course, sacrifice that I guess. But the game is like over or it's a two score game with three minutes left just do yourself the favor and just get out of there yeah because how many people can can stay in there and it's also in inglewood yeah like the traffic is awful the freeways getting there are awful like it's just not not great drove by clipper stadium rocks throw away from sofi okay um thank god they're getting out of crypto i'm so i didn't ready know for that. that i didn't know yeah actually. they're building is that, one is that it's, recent news uh, no, that's was last year, late last year. It looks like maybe maybe end of the season. Okay. Should be ready to go. Maybe beginning uh you know, maybe end of next. But it's pretty close. It looks cool. But I just don't give a shit. Ready for two Clippers to get out of there and go lose nothing and win nothing over there. Yeah. They have no culture and I hate the Clippers. They so got no it. chemistry. They got a bunch of stars that don't work hard. That's um something we wanted to talk about. We can jump into that real quick. Like I guess in basketball now more than ever, like team chemistry matters a lot. Yeah. Like back in the day you could throw three stars together and probably win a game, win a championship. I don't think that really works anymore. I don't think that's the model. I think teams are too good at scheming. And you have to have multiple people in multiple positions that can help you. The d- I feel like the defense as well in some of these teams actually matters because their ability to rotate. Right. And the Nuggets do a really good job of this because they rotate so well on defense and everyone's pretty athletic besides Joker. He's probably the one exception. But everyone is so athletic on that team and pretty big and physical. It's really hard to score against them. Um, and they work really well chemistry-wise. Yeah. Um, Good subs coming off the bench. Everyone knows yeah. their role. And I t- so I totally agree with you. Yes, it's going to get you somewhere, but it's not going to get you all the way. I don't think, I mean, unless, you, unless it's a blockbuster three-person thing now, which I don't you don't really see anymore because teams are drafting well. They're building within drafting and picks. And so they're, har- you know, harvesting young talent. And I just think um, you really got, like, for the Clipper experiment, you know, Westbrook, all-time P. 
people say great teammate in the locker room, but obviously is very polarizing and can bring a lot of bad juju to a team. And James Harden, just a bad teammate, not not seeming like a great guy in general um, from what I, I'm seeing. I can't stand James Harden. Yeah, I mean, he was just so beloved and just kept I loved him when he was the sixth man for the Thunder. Six man for the Thunder I all thought, time. I thought he was unbelievable. Went and got his own contract with um, OK, not OKC, but um, he went somewhere else. Forgetting where he went, and he Houston had a great there we career go. at Houston. Um, balled out, was the leader of that team. Rose to like being a top five NBA player talent at that time, if not the best in the NBA at some points. Yeah, bottom five talent on defense. Yeah, but. <laughs> That's just what comes with, you know. There's always those guys in the NBA. Yeah. Um, no, great over there at, at Rock for the Rockets because he didn't he average triple double one year. Yeah, I mean just balling out, and then couldn't you know bad teammates. Chris Paul came he came over. They tried to do that. Chris Paul. They almost got close to being Golden State, but didn't happen. Then goes to whatever other team from there and just keeps falling and falling and falling. Went to Brooklyn, didn't work in Brooklyn. It was Brooklyn with Kyrie and KD. Yeah, and they couldn't make anything happen. Couldn't make it work, and then left that and just just everywhere he goes, toxic. Philly, toxic. It's just, it's a bummer to see that in teams. Not for me with the Clippers. I'm like happy now. That they can't figure it out. Yeah, the Lakers were trying to think about grabbing him. And I'm like, no. No. I do not want James Harden on this squad. He's going to be our cancer. We don't, you don't, when something comes in with a bad attitude and doesn't have the same goal as the it team. It just permeates, dude. It just hurts more yeah. than it helps. And very few people can turn those type of guys around. They have to be young. They can't be established. And the person on their team has to be extremely, extremely good. Mm-hmm. Like um, Jackson Hines or Hayes. I think it's Hayes on the Lakers. Um, locker, bad locker room guy from reports. Okay. Young guy, super athletic center. Gets the Lakers. No, no worry about him being a bad locker room guy. It's just because there's no way LeBron's ever going to let that happen. Sure. So your your star has to have a good ego. Um, and it permeates throughout the building. So if your stars aren't working, it's definitely not working in your lower areas as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, someone else who might need a change is the Chargers. Talking about bad leadership. Our coach doesn't seem to have the right mindset I, I would be looking for for my franchise coach. Yeah. Looking like a great assistant coach at this point. Um, I think... Uh, one of the announcers on ESPN says he was a division. He's a great division three football coach, and um, it's just so tough to just see the Chargers just bleed wins away over and over again, and it just hurts. Yeah, top two paid defense in the league, the second worst defense. You can't have the 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 second highest paid defense and be the second worst in the league when it comes to defense. Not going to win a lot of games. No. We also have one of the top offenses in the league, and then we just managed, and like, in this last game, we only scored, in like, 17 points. And, like, yeah, the defense only, like, let up 20, but, like, damn, boys, we got to put some more on the board. Yeah, and you should expect more from that When we crew. score 38, we can't have the defense let in 41 points. Right. It's just, like, we, we can't get it all together, um, and the Chargers just keep shooting themselves in the foot. I saw a really funny stat, um, and it was like in 2010 when Phillip Rivers was the starting quarterback, the Chargers have been the only team to be first in the league in offense and first in the league in defense and miss the playoffs because of strictly special teams. That's just a, a no- I mean, that's just classic Chargers can't make a field goal. It's just a notorious, notorious thing that they always do. Um. And so I, I think I came on here about like three or four episodes ago mm-hmm. and we were kind of talking about having a head coach like stay and that's like cemented. And we were talking about um, the head coach of the Lakers and I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, yeah. Give me a second. But go, uh, Darvin Ham. Yeah. We were talking about him because he's now entering his second year with the lead, with the team. Right. And it's like we were talking about maybe does he go? Does he stay? Is it a good fit? Yeah. 
I'm ready to leave on Brandon Staley right now. You're selling all the stock. I'm selling. No, I actually thought he was gonna get. I thought he'd be fired by now. It's Tuesday evening. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd be fired. But what's the point now? Because it's like if we got fu- him right out the rest of the year. Yeah, if we fought turn around great. If we fire a head coach right now, the opportunity of us winning or you know winning enough games to get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. I feel like are significantly hurt. Um, whether maybe it might be like a better morale change, maybe that's all we need. So I don't know exactly what's going on, but no matter what, basically after this year, I'm ready to move on from Brandon Staley, and it just it just hasn't quite worked. I like his style. It's just not the execution is just not there. And so and it just doesn't look like your franchise quarterback is looking that grave a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that, that he, looks I mean great. he looks good, but he needs he needs to be in a position where he looks like he's your guy and he doesn't look like that. I think we got a little offensive change up um, hopefully coming. Yeah, I mean, that, that I don't I think Herbie is the guy for sure. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's amazing. So many flashes. He's as you know, stat wise, talent wise, all of it mindset. But if he doesn't look like that on the field, there's clearly an issue. Yeah, we got to get him out of the pocket more. I've always thought he should be more of like a maybe like a Josh Allen type guy where, yeah, he it's okay for him to like run the football a couple of times and get outside get the ahead. pocket. Yeah, I mean, he's 6'6", six, six, two, 250. He's not a small boy. Dude is built solid, man. He's getting like, hit by mostly like, you know, safeties and not like middle linebackers and Right, when you're across the field, right when you're, when you're rolling out that way, yeah. So it's not like he's getting you know banged can, up by huge, huge can bodies. Also juke people. He's like twenty five, twenty six. He's you know he threw some moves on somebody. He shook somebody this weekend. Yeah, he's he's got some wheels. He's he's a young buck. So um, what would anyways. you say a coach in their second year, two losing records, right? But you're trying to change your franchise, which I takes some time. Totally. What are you looking for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From your team, if your head coach is like on his second year, I'm looking for an established culture. That's you, really ultimately like an underlying theme. So when you look at the Lions, Dan Campbell, Campbell, right? Yeah, and you're looking at Dan Campbell, and you're thinking about a guy that you want leading the team that's took over when the team has been abysmal for like a decade, right, or more. I, I, you know, I, you lose track. They've been bad for so long. You just never expect the Lions to be good, ever. And then here they are, sitting at 8-2. and two, Right. And at the top of the NFC, next with the Eagles. And you're just like, damn, dude, these, these guys really turned it around. I think it's his third year right now, right? Right. In his first two years, you're like, dude, they suck. They, didn't, they weren't great last year. They weren't great the first year either. But they, you can see... Something happening. Yeah, you can see the fire. You can see the inspiration. Players said they loved them. Yeah. You saw on the field. You physically saw the transformation happening on the field. The players they were drafting. The offense they were running. Like, there needs to be proof in the pudding. I don't feel like we've watched this Charger team get any better. Yeah. There's no sort of momentum or change or through line with this team that I'm seeing that I'm saying like, this is the coaches doing a good job. Right. So you're saying very much the same thing. It's, it's like a culture. It's like a movement. It's you're watching the boys fly. You're watching them crack. You're watching them play some ball. You, you want the right people in the right positions. You have some talent. They're cultivating and growing. Um, they're not really blowing the team up. The coach comes in second year, blows the team up. It's just not a great look. Yeah. You know, um, you know, would have been nice if some of our wide receivers caught the ball. Um, Quentin hey, Johnston hey, is kill- yeah, the wideouts dude. It's tough to see. I don't know really what you tell a guy who seems like he has the yips. I I firmly believe that his time at TCU did not help him as a professional wide receiver. I think those coaches just said, "Man, this guy's stupid athletic." Just throw him the ball, dude, and just run as fast as you can past everybody else because you can do that. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really need to be physical off the line and put his hands in the right position and run the route the certain way and do right. it to its fullest capacity because it was like, okay, it's coming to me or not. I know that for a fact because I'm running a fade, a fade, right. a fade. And I just think on the Chargers, 
he's struggling to grow in that way. And this will be a great year for him because next year will be make or break for him as a player. I think they'll give him this year with this head coach, this wide receiver crew, because that coach will be gone. They'll give him another shot. A coach will come in. They'll probably teach him. He'll have a full year under his belt. Works hard in the offseason. We should see a great year, too, from him. Um, if, I mean, if I were Quentin Johnston, I'm hanging out with Keenan Allen a lot. Yeah, I'm just with Keenan Allen the whole time, doing every ladder drill, washing his jock, learning, I mean, learning everything. I, just, I mean, I'd have him, I'd just sit down in a film room with him. Just, yeah, pick his brain. Yeah. What are you seeing here? What are you doing here? Watch every route that he runs in an entire game. Is there an underlying theme? You know, are you factoring in the opponent? Are you factoring in how they tend, like, you know, what their strengths and weaknesses are? What are my strengths and weaknesses? Do I want to show it early, late? Like, you know, things to set things up. Like, I'm trying to get more of the mental game as well. Right. Downs. It feels like Keenan Allen has been so good for so long. He has, uh, he's undoubtedly a great receiver. But as far as when you go on the spectrum of, Super athletic, right? To like, you know, right. basically like, you know, alignment essentially or something like that. On mm-hmm. that, he's kind of sitting right in the middle of, you know, he's not, he doesn't have breakaway speed. He's a little quick. He's got some good, he runs like, excellent routes. He's got good hands and awareness. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that with Fitzgerald. He just finds gaps. He knows, he you knows know, where the quarterback needs him to be. And can just catch a ball. Couldn't do it this weekend, though. But he was also banged up from last game. I remember watching. So, anywho, buddy. Um, I just thought of a fun little segment we're going to throw in here. It's called Hot Take. Okay. We're just going to... It could be a hot take of anything quick and simple. Something you saw, something you didn't like. Um, something you do like. Something you learned. A tip for people out there. Just a hot take. Now, I'll lead you off to give you a second. Just come all right out the dome piece. Leaving a game early will 90% do you more justice than staying throughout the full game. That's my hot take. That was a quick hot take. Mm-hmm. I think um, here this. I guess it kind of goes back to a little bit more of maybe what we're kind of talking about with a lot of our decision making that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. And if it is, if something is financially um ad- obtainable mm-hmm. I, that's not really the right word because you're, you're like looking for a goal if it's reasonable for you to like make work and make do and you really want it to happen and you really want to do it i say go ahead and pull trigger on that and figure Love it out that. later i think that's a hot take right now because uh you know doing the thing you want to do instead of keep pushing it off because who knows what you're going to do later mm-hmm. that's a hot take for me love time. it buddy you got anything for the people Thankful for y'all. Thankful for you, buddy. Thankful for you. Go tell someone you love someone. That's all I got for you. Love that. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all. We're not done here, though. We're going to need you guys to like. We're going to need you guys to comment. We're going to need you guys to subscribe. All the jazz, baby. Start finding us on YouTube. We're going to be there. High def camera, production. Things are going to happen. Movement is going to happen. Eventually, merch, website. If you like the hats, you see the hats, reach out. Maybe we can figure some deal out. I get some printed for you. Let me know. Let me know. Come swag it out, baby. Yeah. Um, you know, we're in the cabbage. And just a reminder, keep swinging.